Season one of this show is sponsored by FreshBooks, the number one invoicing software for freelancers and solopreneurs. If you're ready to take your side gig to the next level, you can't spend dozens of hours each week drafting invoices and chasing down late payments. With FreshBooks, you can send an invoice in less than 30 seconds. Plus, you can see when your client has opened their invoice and schedule automatic follow-up emails that trigger if they forget to pay. To try FreshBooks free for 30 days, visit freshbooks.com slash side gig and enter side gig in the how did you hear about us section. Later in this episode, you'll hear about one FreshBooks customer who uses it to scale their small creative business. So stay tuned for that. Hey everybody, this is Preston and you are listening to SideGig. We're three independent entrepreneurs who have built successful side businesses all while working our standard nine to five desk job. Your hosts are Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan Robinson. I'm a content marketing consultant to the world's top experts and growing startups. I've helped companies like Creative Live and LinkedIn, experts like Tim Ferriss and Lewis Howes, grow their brands and create more influence online through content marketing. Ian. Hi, I'm Ian Paget, also known as Logo Geek. My website and blog generates hundreds of new leads each month. I've also leveraged social media to be seen as an influential designer, which has attracted exciting opportunities such as the judging of International Design Awards. My side gig has been so successful, I've now gone part-time freelance. And me, Preston. I took a blog I started as an experiment in college and turned it into a business that now makes more than I do at my desk job. This season, we'll tackle seven important questions that you, the listener, have about what it takes to start, grow, and scale a successful side hustle, all without quitting your day job. We'll address questions like, should you tell your boss you're working on a side business? How do you balance a desk job and a side business, especially if you have a family, significant other, or important volunteer obligations? And lots more. Stay tuned for an exciting season. You can listen to all seven episodes now at SideGigShow.com. In today's episode, episode one, we discuss why we believe everyone should have a side gig, even if you love your day job. It's a really great conversation to kick off this season. Let's jump right in. All right, guys. So today we are talking about why everyone with a desk job should have a side gig. A side hustle should be running a small business of some sort on the side of their day job. And uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to go round robin here. We'll start with Ryan, if that's okay with you, Ryan. We're going to take each of us take a turn and share a good reason why anyone with a desk job should really, really be considering a side gig. All right. So for me, um, my number one and most important reason for going for having a side business for the last few years has been to give myself a foundation for eventually quitting my full-time job. And so I actually recently just did that. Um, And I I would not have had the confidence to sort of leave my full-time income behind and go out on my own with freelancing and running my website um, if I didn't already have sort of this this big foundation of connections, um, clients already going and sort of this income already flowing into my business. So for me, when when I think about starting a side business and when other people ask me for advice, whether they should or should not, um, I ask them first to sort of dig into what their future goals are. And if they're wanting to run their own business one day, why not start now? Start small, start doing something on the side. Mm-hmm. And, and really, if you can build up a little platform of business for yourself in, in the hours outside of your day job, then that's a huge proof of concept just for eventually when you go full time. Yeah, I think that's hugely important. You know, a lot of people um, 
when they think about going freelance or even quitting their day job and starting a business, they think they sort of have to go cold turkey, right? It's like, uh, it's either work at a 9 to 5, work at a desk job, or run a business. And I don't think it has to be mutually exclusive. In fact, yeah, I, I give the same counsel to people, like start something now that you can be building a foundation for. It's a lot safer. It's a lot more predictable. It takes an intense amount of work to get a business off the ground. And if you think that you can do that in you know a week or two after you quit your job, then you're fooling yourself. Yeah, I think with that as well, you can also go at your own pace. So you don't necessarily have to do everything in one go. You can do step by step. And eventually, each one of those steps become something greater than what it is that you can continually build on. So in my case, uh, one area that I find really big is that you can actually experiment with whole new um, areas. So um, in my case, in my day job, I actually work with e-commerce. But something that I want to start experimenting with and focusing on uh, was logos. So in my day job, I rarely work on logos, but it's something that I really enjoy. Um, so by doing it as a side gig, it basically gives me the opportunity to experiment and improve. So it becomes a real skill. And I think that goes along well, Ian, with what Ryan was saying, which is you're building a foundation, not only a, like a business foundation, but a skill set foundation of things that you can use later on in your business to make it to, to help it grow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in my case, another thing is that because of this, you can get bigger and better opportunities from it as well. And I think that's one of the key parts of actually doing your own thing is that those opportunities come to you and no one else. You know, it's not an agency that actually gets that credit. It becomes you. So that's something that you can continually build on. Yeah, the thought is like, why are you spending so many hours a week to build someone else's dream uh, when you could be building your own, right? And obviously, people have mortgages to pay, people have expenses, and they need to be making money. And that's what a nine to five is for. But are you also building a foundation back to I think Ryan's initial, I think it was a great one to start with, because are you going back and are you building that foundation so that ultimately, you can either quit your job, sell your business, or just bring extra freedom or income to your life or whatever. Okay. Cool. So to bring it back, another reason why I always advise people to start small on the side before quitting their day jobs is to really start building up powerful connections right away. So when you quit your day job, if you don't already have this foundation of you know potential clients to work with or people who could help advance your website, advance your content, whatever you're working on, um, you're going to be sitting there twiddling your thumbs. So um, when I when I'm advising people on starting a side business, I'm always telling them to look down into the future of what they think their business could be when they're working on it full time, um, and really start identifying the people that they should work with, uh, whether it's influencers they want to collaborate with, or clients they want to work with, brands they want to associate themselves with. Um, if you don't have that sort of target list in mind of people that you're starting to create conversations with or, you know, guest blogging with or helping them out with something, you know, maybe even if it's pro bono, um, if you're investing in your future, creating these powerful connections are going to help your business grow a lot faster and more effectively when you are ready to flip the switch. I agree. You know, what's interesting is you're talking about building these relationships and networks during your side gigging hours. And what I think, this is kind of one of mine, is that you can use your actual day job time to uh, to build networks that you can then leverage for, for later. I know, Ryan, we've talked about this, you working at Creative Live, you had an opportunity to connect with people who maybe you wouldn't have had that opportunity originally to connect with. And, and that has helped you then sort of leverage those, those uh, connections or, or that network into your side business as well. Is that right? Right. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so I think that I think it goes for your network, and it also goes for what you're learning at your day job. I know a lot of the stuff that I am learning currently at my nine to five. I'm taking, you know, in content marketing is what I do nine to five. And so I'm taking a lot of things I'm learning about email marketing, social media marketing, copywriting, and I'm applying those things to the blog at Milo. And it's made a night and day difference because I can experiment on both ends and apply what I'm learning on both ends to the, to the other. So what I learned in my side gig, I apply to nine to five and vice versa. And it's just been like this, this exponential growth of what I feel like I know and what I can do and the results that I can bring, which comes in super handy, whether someone ends up wanting to get another nine to five later, or if someone wants to start their own business, you've built that resume and that, that wealth of knowledge and expertise in whatever topic you're working in. Yeah, I can expand on that because uh, I found one thing that you can do uh, by taking on a side gig is that you can actually kind of plan for your future and start working towards that. So any any connections that you do make, any networks that you build, um, you've got total control over what you actually do in your side gig. So um, like in your day job, there might be something else that you want to do. And by doing a side gig, you can essentially pave the way for that future. So um I mean, you do, you don't actually need to um, eventually like like go full time with your side gig. It can actually just pave the way for like your next job opportunity. Yeah, that's a really great point. I'm curious. Can I ask you guys? Do you think it's necessary for, or or I guess, do you think it's best for someone who's looking at doing a side gig? Should they try to find a side gig in what they're currently working in? Because it seems like some of the stuff we're talking about, where they work in tandem, like they almost have to be in the same or at least similar industries. What do you guys think? I think personally, yeah, my my experience at least has been in finding a natural interest in what my day job is related to. So, um, when I when I went to start my first side business, it was it was very heavily related to, you know, writing, content marketing, which was what my day job was. Um, and in a similar field, you know, the clients were in a different industry, but there was a lot of crossover with what the interests and topics were. So, I think when you do go out into something that's related to what your day job is, you're bringing a lot of your sort of domain expertise, um, which you're going to be naturally better at. And so I don't know about you guys, but I, I tend to, you know, enjoy the things that I'm really good at doing. So it sort of is a really gratuitous cycle. I agree with that. So then the question is, like, what if someone's stuck at a nine to five where they just hate everything that they're doing? Should they try to build a side business around that because they can leverage what they're doing at their nine to five or should they do something completely different? Um, I mean, in, in my case, my job and my side gig complement one another. Um, to some extent they do cross over. So any skill that I'm doing at home, I can bring into my day job and vice versa. But, um, in my case, like with, um, logo geek, in my day job, I very rarely work on logos. So even though it's related, it's not. It's it's kind of branching off from that. So I, I do think it would be worth going through this in, in both ways, so covering both sides. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And also, you know, you could you could flip it the other way where if you have a nine to five where you, that you really hate, you could actually take those skills that you do have. I mean, if you're working a nine to five, you do have a set of skills, whether you really enjoy them and you're passionate about them or not is... is not important in this scenario, you could take those skills and at least do something that gets you to revenue or to mm-hmm. networks or helps you learn something quickly. Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to get a feel for podcasting or blogging, 
start a blog or podcast on the topic that you actually know something about. And then once you've developed those skills, you can actually transition those into something that maybe you're more passionate about. So I think you could do it both ways. I think you could go totally opposite of what you're doing at your nine to five. Or I think you could do the same thing you're doing at your nine to five until you can leverage that into something that you're a little more excited about. Season one of Side Gig is sponsored by FreshBooks. Lots of our readers and listeners use FreshBooks every day to manage their side gig or growing business. For example, there's Ian, founder of IgniteDesignCreative.com.au. I've been using FreshBooks for the past three years or more, he says, and have found it a great all-around package for me as a freelance designer. I love being able to create various rates to apply to projects, and the late payment reminders keep my income flowing nicely. To join Ian and try FreshBooks free for 30 days, visit freshbooks.com slash sidegig and enter sidegig in the how did you hear about us section. Now, back to the show. Support for sidegig also comes from Bluehost. With a one-click WordPress install, 24-7 customer support, and a money-back guarantee, Bluehost has just what you need to rest easy. When you only have a few hours each week to grow your side hustle, you don't have time for your site to go down. With Bluehost, you won't have to worry about that. Learn more and get a special discount when you visit sidegigshow.com slash bluehost. That's sidegigshow.com slash bluehost. And now, enjoy the rest of today's episode of Sidegig. Right. I like that a lot, especially in viewing it through sort of this lens of like calling it a creative outlet. So taking the skills or experience you already have and applying it towards a direction that you actually care about more. I think I think a lot of people in the audience could find some success with that if they took the time to really dig into what those skills and experiences are um, and then look towards ways that they might be more interested in using them. Yeah, I think a lot of people just assume since they hate their job that it's the subject matter, but I don't think it always is. You know, sometimes it's the work environment, sometimes it's your boss, sometimes it can be a million different things, sometimes it's the commute, you know, whatever it might be. But you might actually enjoy the subject matter if you can sort of do something on your own terms, whether that's selling a course on what you're good at or, like I said, blogging or podcasting or develop some sort of product around the thing that you are good at. You might find that you actually really enjoy it. That actually works into one of my points, which is side gigging gives you this amazing confidence boost. Like, you know, when when your whole identity is wrapped up in um, how much you make at your nine to five, how fast you're climbing the corporate ladder... Uh, what your boss says about you, what your coworkers say about you. When your whole identity is wrapped up in those kinds of things, it can be really hard to see any way out of that. But when you have a side gig and you're getting extra income, extra praise, building extra networks, developing extra skills, all the things that we've talked about, if you're doing all of that on the side, and again, in less hours than you're spending on your nine to five, most likely, it can be an, an amazing confidence boost to see what you're really capable of and to know that, you know, your happiness and your success doesn't rely 100% on other people. I think to, to expand on from this, uh, one uh, thing that I'm, I've, I've found really good is that you can experiment with whole new areas with a side gig. Um, so there was actually a point uh, earlier in my career where uh, it's not necessarily a side gig, but like a side project, a side venture. Was actually able to work on a um, computer game, so I mean, this is kind of something that I'd always wanted to um, have a go with uh, to, to try, and like it, it, it excited me. Um, 
So I was able to work with a few other people and um, start working on a load of computer game artwork, which is something that I've never done before. And um, I, I worked on it for a long period of time. But then at the end of that period of time, I actually found that's not really what I want to do with the rest of my life. So I was able to, you know, experiment with something uh, new um, as a side venture. And I mean, that could have potentially led to a career working on computer games. Um, I mean, it's, it's an exciting venture, so it's worth um, doing side gigs just to play around with different ideas that, that you're really keen to do and really interested in. That's true. I mean, if you're talking about a career, like it can be kind of daunting to say, I'm going to quit my job or try to switch jobs and go get a job at a video game company and work on video games, you know, 40 hours a week plus. That can be super daunting, but maybe you find one client, one one connection, one person who needs that kind of work done in an industry that you might be interested in. You might find that you really love it, and then sure, you go down that path, or you might find that it's actually not that fun, and so you can do something else. But but side gigging gives you this opportunity to pivot more quickly than your 9 to 5 does for sure. Right. I actually like that a lot. So one thing that I, I do hear a lot from people in my community is that they very quickly find out what they do and do not like. Um, I would say more people learn through side gigging what they don't like doing. Um, a lot of people do sort of make that assumption of, you know, maybe maybe um, I could apply my skills into this other area that I'm interested in. Um, and it turns out they're really not that interested in it when it comes down to it. And so actually, another thing I want to bring up, um, one of the reasons why I actually personally went into freelancing on the side of my day job is extra income. Um, it's something we've sort of all touched on, but I think um, it's it's worth giving a little bit more thought into because, um, you know, I actually, I'm, I'm doing a contract with LinkedIn right now. I'm helping them with some content marketing work. Um, and we've been digging into some really interesting research around people who specifically freelance while working full-time jobs. Um, and one of the most interesting things we found was that about 40% of the people who freelance while working full-time again, this is on LinkedIn, um, actually reside within California, New York, Illinois, Texas, Massachusetts, and Florida within the US. So we're talking about half of the people who freelance outside of their day jobs live in some of the most expensive states to live in in the US. So I think that's, that's probably a really telling fact as to why other people out there are going outside of their day jobs and looking for sort of more ways to increase their income. I agree. We can't ignore the fact that there there takes a certain amount of work to get a five or $10,000 raise at your nine to five. Sure. But I, I actually have found, once you build the foundation that we talked about earlier, that extra five or 10,000 a year comes much more easily through your side gig if you've built the right kind of business. It's way easier for me to make an extra 5,000, 10,000 a year than to, to ask my boss for a five or $10,000 raise, right? Because there's so much politics involved in that and that kind of thing. And so people who are living in cities that are, that are super expensive, there's almost not another option. You almost have to do it even just to make ends meet. I wanted to go back to Ryan, to, to something that you said before um, about how you quickly learn what, uh, what you don't like to do. I think side gigging offers this interesting constraint on the work that you do. For example, I work, you know, around 40 hours a week at my nine to five. And then I get an hour in more or less on, on the train ride in and an hour on the train ride back home every day to work on my side gig. So more or less, I'm working two hours a day 
on this business. And so as it grows, I have to decide like, what am I going to work on and what am I going to hire out? And I've had to hire certain people to do certain tasks. And as I've done that, I've, I've learned, Hey, you know, I'd rather actually still do this piece of it, but I really don't want to do this anyway. And so when I only have 10 hours a week to work, I'm not going to waste three hours of it doing, you know, bookkeeping or any of the, any of the sort of menial tasks that I don't enjoy personally, I'm going to save the best tasks for me and farm out the rest. Yeah, I totally agree. I think uh, you have to become ruthless at prioritizing. Um, and then, you know, how you manage your opportunities. And so I view opportunities as any direction that you're putting your time into. So, right, whether it's, you know, if you love writing, um, but you can't scale writing every single day for your blog, it, it becomes a question of whether or not you need to outsource that, when you need to outsource it, and then sort of how you actually go about doing that. So, yeah, I agree. That's that's something I'm actually currently struggling with in my business. I, I'm not sure there's ever a full total uh, answer to that question. And it's kind of an interesting scenario too, because for example, I you know I side gig 10, 10 hours a week and I work for someone else forty hours a week, and yet I employ other people not full time, but I do pay quite a number of people to help keep Milo going and growing. And um, people are like, wait a second, hold on. You uh, you work for someone else and you have people working for you. Like, doesn't that feel a little backwards? And for me, it's just all about making sure that I'm doing the work that I want to be doing. I think another important thing about um, side gigging is it gives you this, uh, It's for me, it's the ultimate sense of job security. And I think a lot of people are worried day to day, you know, is my company going to downsize? Is my boss going to get angry? And fire me or let me go. And, uh, and there's a, there's an amazing amount of like being able to sleep at night that comes from side gigging, because if you can do it on a small scale, even if you're only making 25% of what you're making at your day job, you're sort of proving the model and then you just scale it from there. So it brings this incredible amount of, of security and, and peace of mind to be able to on the side. Do you guys agree I mean, with that? I mean, that goes into something that I've been thinking is, um, in, in my case, anything that I work on, like any logo project that I work on, I actually own that. It's not someone else. Um, so, I mean, I can be working on a business for like five, 10 years and everything that I do during that entire period, I own that work. So I can include it in marketing brochures and so on. So, I mean, essentially, everything that you do on your own, you can always use it in the future for any other potential opportunities. Yeah, you're building assets for yourself instead of instead of just trading time for money, which is what you're doing at your 9 to 5, right? Absolutely. And you know, one thing I actually Absolutely. found really interesting about when I was freelancing sort of while I had my day job... Um, I found that I learned things outside of my day job that I never would have learned in my job. And I was actually able to bring back interesting new ideas or concepts or tactics and sort of apply them to being better at my day job, which was a really interesting roundabout way. Absolutely. It's really interesting. In fact, I think maybe this is like a call to arms to employers. We should just say, you know, yeah, yeah, go side gig. But also, hey, employers, you should let your or encourage your employees even to um to do something on the side that they're they're excited and passionate about like you think about google right they're sort of famous for their i don't remember exactly what it is something like 20 percent of their work hours they can work on whatever Mm -hmm. they want and then those kinds of things turn into new products for google and the person who came up with them often gets to be like the product team lead and that kind of thing it's a really cool model for 
bringing outside passion back into your company and coming full circle with it. Um, and, and it brings innovation and freshness, I think, to a, to a company. Yeah, I totally agree with that because um, I found with everything that I'm doing personally, because it's got my name attached to it, I'm getting bigger and better opportunities, um, getting involved in lots of different things. And in my day job, they're actually taking advantage of that. Um, you know, things like um, I've been on the jury for a number of um, logo awards. So, of course, when a logo project comes in, we've actually got the sales team in my day job, uh, you know, talking about this type of thing. So it's, it's very much a two-way thing as well. There's um, advantages for you personally and also um, within your day job. Well, good, guys. I think that's pretty good. Do you have anything else you want to add? We're about here ready to wrap up here. I think that's good. As always, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, please take a second to give us an honest rating and review on iTunes. You can find a link to the show on iTunes at sidegigshow.com. You can also subscribe for updates, announcements, and new episodes by visiting sidegigshow.com. We'll also be doing a series of Q&A episodes all about building a successful side business. If you want your question answered on the air, visit sidegigshow.com. If you enjoyed the show, take a second and head over to sidegigshow.com and share with your friends. Show notes for this episode are found at sidegigshow.com slash everyone. Hey everyone, Ryan here with a quick announcement. My brand new course, The Launch Formula, is now open for enrollment. It's designed to guide you through the process of starting and growing a profitable side business while you keep your day job. You can learn more about it on my website at ryrob.com slash launch. That's R-Y-R-O-B dot com slash launch.